Celtics because there's no other reason why. The Celtics are the balls. Thank you for tuning in to another episode of Ball Talk. I'm, my name is Timon. I'm here with my man. Main man, Nick. <laughs> the main man. Uh, a lot of stuff been happening, of course. It's that time of the year again where all the yeah. prizes are divided. Uh, you know, the winner takes it all and that's decided right now. Uh, it's been a big week, of course. Another another big week, another busy, busy few days. I was in the... In the Amsterdam Arena, the Jong Cruijff Arena, of course, last week, um, witnessing both Ronaldo and Neres scoring right in front of me. So it was uh, overall um, a fair draw, I would say. Um, of course, my prediction from last week, the 2-0 win of Ajax, um, pan out. unfortunately uh, did not pan out. Maybe I was a bit too optimistic. Maybe, uh, maybe they were just unlucky. Maybe... Uh, Maybe they'll uh, they'll save the two zero win uh, for the away game. <laughs> no, but um, I after I saw the game, I would actually agree with your prediction. Ajax played really well. They deserved to score even before uh, Ronaldo scored. They had some good sh- chances in the first uh, half with Ziyech. There, there, there was uh, there were some chances, definitely, and definitely. Yeah, so 1-1, all in all, both teams got away with something. Ajax displayed that they're, you know, a good team. They're not to be uh, joked around with. And though Juventus, uh, they just needed one chance. And of course, yeah. Realized and Ajax Yeah, and in the Ronaldo end, of course, in the open. end, of course, uh, if... If Douglas Costa had not scored in the post, but scored, you know, we would be sitting here very differently. But um, yeah, I'm curious to see if he's gonna start uh, next week. I, I, w- I would think so. He played so well against uh, against Joel Feldman, and they're probably gonna have to play Feldman left back uh, now that uh, Nico Tagliafico is uh, is suspended. Yeah. Um, Although Mazraoui is back again, it still means they have uh, they have one spot to fill. Yeah. So I'm curious to see how they're gonna do that. Hopefully, Frankie De Jong is gonna fully play. He was uh, taken off after I think 28 minutes in the in the game against Excelsior last weekend. But I think it was just a precautionary measure. And <clears throat> yeah, we had uh, Jurgen Ekelenkamp uh, come in. You know the Ronaldo Slayer. The, <laughs> The King Slayer. Um, played good. Played he, good. He played okay in his 15 good. minutes. I think he showed a lot of um, uh, showed a lot of signs that his his uh, footballing IQ, as they call it, was quite well. Although you know, if he scored, I would be uh, yeah, I would be chanting his name. You know, um, but we'll see. I think he has a bright future ahead. Of course, just like a lot of these other guys. And <clears throat> yeah, man, I'm uh, I'm very nervous. Uh, and uh, and excited as well for this game on uh, on Tuesday. So yeah, I'm uh, I'm hopeful, and I hope uh, at the end of the day my chance of uh, winning four thousand after betting twenty euro in <laughs> September on Ajax winning the Champions League will still be on the table. That 
And I mean, I hope that works out for you, man, because that's a bold prediction, but it could work out. <laughs> but yeah, no, generally the game was, I think, a very nice game to watch. If, if you're a neutral supporter, I think it was one of the nicest game to watch. Um, had a lot of action, had some nice chances, had, you know... Uh, top-class players like Ronaldo and the, I, I'm gonna count Ziyech and Tadic and all those playing in there and Frankie de Jong also yeah. he, he proved he was himself carrying a lot yeah as uh, the main especially man defensively I would say he really showed um, showed, showed where, he, where he can be a difference maker there was this one chance where he lost the ball and yeah, chased back exactly and the tackle Benadeshi. those kind of tackles are, yeah. are really quite rare for a uh, for that kind of midfielders, so you know, they have Juventus actually has a guy who can do it, right? In Blas and Matuidi, uh, Kante can do it, but yeah, really not that many guys are are that good both offensively and de- defensively on the midfield. Um, so yeah, it was a joy to watch most of the time, and um, yeah, man, we'll, we're gonna <laughs> see Tuesday. Uh, we're gonna see. I don't gonna know where see, I'm man. gonna watch, uh, but. Yeah, it's a. It should be exciting. It's a difficult prediction for tomorrow's game, really. You can't. Um, yeah, yeah. For choosing game, you can't really say any exact scores now. It's all on the table. You don't know how Juventus is going to play. They're probably gonna. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Park the bus. Yeah, you know, it's still again. Juventus, right? I I do think they're gonna play quite conservative. Yeah. They're, I think if Chiellini is back, yeah, they're they're gonna they're gonna defend. You know, they're zero zero because that's all they need. And they still have, you know, the Ronaldo up front, who, as he has shown once again, only needs a single moment. Yeah. Um, so that's probably what they're gonna try again. Uh, so I, I'm not sure if if that's too bad for Ajax, as they do want the ball a lot, so they will get the ball. But you know, they want they want a more a bit more open field, right? They want they want to have space to to connect and create. Uh, opportunities uh, have a lot of um, have their wingers run run to the wings um, have Tadic play up front uh, really try and bully Bonucci again um, but we'll see we'll see I we'll think see, um, I think it's gonna be um, yeah 2-1 for Ajax and um, yeah it's gonna be uh, I think right now the Statistics have them at 42% to make the semis, um, which before the game was 40%. So, so it's a big go. So it's going up a bit. I, I, I guess they've shown they're uh, they're capable of uh, of competing. For sure. I think, um, yeah, after the first Real Madrid game, they were only at 25%. So that says quite a lot. Yeah, it says quite a lot. No, the Zyx team, even if they get knocked out now, I think they still have impressed a lot uh, this year in the yeah, Champions League. Yeah, of, of course, of course, but... Even if they get knocked out, you, you know, know, it's still like... They, they can take something away from that season. There's still some moral victories, but... Of course. In the end, they want to they wanna win it. They of still want to win yeah, it, right? You, you can't go against that. But moving on to the, to the other games... Um, yeah, you do that. The Tottenham game... Where the Tottenham, of course. I was uh, delighted by the result. 1-0. Sonny boy. Just 
just beasting it in, man. Just beasting it in. That goal was like was a solo performance, and of course, Yoris, who's oh been yeah, on the low run for the, in this season, he has made a lot of costly mistakes. Yeah, best example was last week against Liverpool again. Yeah, couldn't keep the ball. But he saved the Aguero's penalty, and I think that moment on the game was kind of the fate was in Tottenham's hand after that. I think it once again showed uh, the mental strength of yeah. of Manchester City in the Champions League. Exactly. And yeah, it, it's funny how how those things happen, you know, because a lot of players have not even been there during you know a lot of their previous bottle jobs, but. You know they know it's part of the, part of the reputation at this point, yeah. and when when something started to go wrong, it it just showed once again. You know Aguero missed the penalty, and you could really see that their team was just not capable of overcoming this no, this uh, this mental blow. And they they did show it previously against Schalke, right? They got the two penalties against, and then they still won. 3-2, they're away, but I think that really was just because Schalke's team is not that good. No. Which they really showed in the home game as well, beating them by seven, what? like 7-0. Seven, 7-0, seven nil. Seven nil, right? Yeah. Yeah, the thing is now, of course, 1-0 is not the best of scores. It's a win. A win's a win. But now they're playing at the Etihad, and for me, yeah, well, that's one of the most difficult games because they have... City on, Squ- on They only Wednesday. need to score once, right? Yeah, they have City on Wednesday and then they play them again on Sunday. Yeah, I know. So that's a bit weird how they're going to manage it because I think... It's a they, crucial game both for cities. Both and for Tottenham. For well. Tottenham. If they want to be in the top four in the league, you know, that's... I don't know how they'll rotation it and with Harry Kane oh, both out of, as well. Both of these games are going to be... Yeah, and probably Harry Kane. Very Harry high stake. Playing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Playing. Probably. Probably. You have Son playing, right? You have Son playing, but you don't have <laughs> Deli Alli, you don't have Harry Kane. I mean, are they gonna play Son up front? You think? Um, I'm guessing either Son or they're gonna put Lucas and Llorente up front, or only Lucas or only Son. It's a bit, you know, they have some players that can play at striker, but then you also need to think about the other positions. And although Harry Kane, he went off injured, uh, we still scored after that. Harry Kane. Man, that game, I think, was mentally his best game ever. He just, I think <laughs> he displayed... What did he display, Nick? Such, you know, such passion for his own team and for them to win. Like, he was marking everywhere. He was contesting every pass and that was being made in uh, Manchester City's own half. He was tracking back. He was running towards the defense. He was, you know, helping the offense being built up. Unfortunately, he went off injured, uh, but he really displayed, you know, um, like camaraderie and like that he is there for his team. He knows he hasn't, their team hasn't had a, the best runs in like the last. You one, think two he's months. gonna stay? He said he wants to stay, so who knows? Maybe if, if they pass, if they go into if the they win the Champions League, there. If they win will. the Champions League, or if, even if they go into the semifinals, I think. He wants to stay, definitely. Uh, Are you sure? I'm not sure if he definitely wants to stay. He wants to stay. I don't know if he if it's a hundred percent. He I, said I he wants to stay. I think he could stay, be a bit sick as well of of, of Tottenham, man. Um. Well, they haven't treated him like. Yeah, you never know. You never know with those players. Like yeah, but his release clause is three hundred million. 
I think, or something like yeah. that around there. So even if okay, he but gets if, sold, if Real Madrid wants to pay like what 150 million, 100, 200 million, probably 200 million pounds. I mean, they'll probably, if they want to buy him, they'll buy him in the end. You know, if he wants they to leave, he'll leave. He you know, leave, it's not that leave. difficult. Uh, and you know, in the end, if that's a better move for his career, you can't say anything against the player. You know, he wants to win something and. Maybe I thought yeah. they're not at the point yet. They could have done it a couple of years ago. They bottled it. Yeah, and, yeah. and the the season last year won the, the championship. Yeah, the season last year won, and even like in the cup, they could have still gotten something out of it. But you know, Harry Kane is for as long as he is in Tottenham, he of course will be loved by the fans. And even if he leaves, as long as he doesn't leave for another English club. He yeah. will always be loved by Tottenham supporters. Of but course, if he, if of he pulls course. a Saul Campbell and suddenly says he'll stay, and then next day you see him at a press conference in Chelsea or United or City <laughs> or Arsenal, then I think, uh, yeah, that won't be good. But yeah, Real Madrid is probably the the number one contender. To yeah, buy Real Madrid after the season they had will uh, will do some shopping. Yeah, they're um, thinking about getting Zidane back and giving him a. Immense transfer. Budget. I think he's he's already back, right? Yeah, yeah, he, yeah. He's already back, but they're thinking of giving him the an immense, of course, yeah, uh, transfer budget, so he can buy like a three, four superstars and maybe bring back like the Galacticos team. But they're, you know that's football now, like paying five hundred million. We'll see. A year. We'll see. <laughs> that's um. So Liverpool once again yeah. regained the Premier League top position yeah. and they are now probably also on their way to the semi-finals of the Champions League. Yeah, they beat Porto easily. Against probably Barcelona. Um, and yeah, they're, they're on top. You know, Chelsea, uh, City next games are going to be in the Premier League are going to be, as you said, uh, Tottenham. Tottenham and Manchester United away. So... It's really Liverpool's for to win to win the league, maybe. Yeah. And and Liverpool, yeah, if they could, I, I don't know, man. I think they could still pull it off, you know, winning both the, the Premier League and the Champions League. I would say they're they're maybe the favorites. They've been playing very well, uh, especially now that Mo Salah is scoring again. Uh, especially after that fucking bomb he dropped in the top corner last weekend. My God. Yeah. If Mo Salah's playing like that again, uh, Virgil van Dijk is playing as dominant as he is the entire season. I don't see anybody overtaking them. Not not even Frankie de Jong, <laughs> <laughs> and not even Tadic. No, I, I would mean, say Liverpool's maybe the favorite. Yeah, of course. In the Champions League, I don't know if Liverpool is the favorite. That's the thing. I don't know. Like, they have uh, the potential to reach the final, definitely, but. I don't know if Flux on their side. Like if, they, if they win the Premier League or if they're in the clear to win the Premier League, I don't know if they will pull off a double. Like I think they, they will get one title. I don't know which one of them it will be because City might make a miracle happen and win the Premier League in the last game. Yeah. Or whatever. Because they well, have one less, one game less than uh, yeah, I know. Liverpool. City basically needs to win, as I said, these two next games away at yeah. Menu and at home against Tottenham. Um, so yeah, it's it's gonna be uh, gonna be exciting and uh, 
Yeah, I don't know. I am rooting for Liverpool, I think, uh, to win the Premier League, definitely. And to win the Champions League, of course, I'm rooting for Ajax. But yeah, we'll see after after Tuesday if uh, that's still going to be on the table. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's a, it's it's an exciting team. I I do think Liverpool um, this side with I I'm always a very big fan of Mane as well. Um, he just plays with a lot of joy and yeah. Um, I'm I'm always a fan of of those very very I don't know skillful and speedy Agile kind of guys. Yeah, players. of course but he can finish as well. Mane is a really fun. He can do it all. I think yeah. uh, they're not gonna have a lot of trouble uh, with uh, Porto right now. Um, really. I would be very surprised, yeah. And yeah, then Barcelona probably awaits. Uh, if Manchester United cannot pull off another miracle, I would say the the one nil was kind of a surprise. I expected more goals from Barcelona, but it was yeah only an own goal even right. Uh, I think it was ruled an own goal. Yeah. So yeah, Messi has to score a few, and then 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 they'll. Uh, Maybe win it all. We'll see. We'll yeah, see. You never know. It's, Barcelona is um, up and down. It's uh, it's an exciting time, and I think on that note we'll we'll end it up. Do you have uh, what are your predictions for these four games? The quickly? next four games, yeah, real quick. Um, okay, Barcelona United. I think that's going to go to Barcelona. Let's say one zero two zero. Probably they'll just keep it secure. Juventus Ajax though. I don't know, man. I really can't put a score on that. I can't, like, I I hope it's Ajax, but it's Juventus. They're playing Italy. You You always had this saying. uh, I think Johan Kraft said it that if if Italians uh, don't have to win, they're not gonna win. They're not gonna win. They play the 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 most. They're not gonna try to win football. In the world, and they play that against Ajax as well. Like they play this, yeah, that's not dirty, but they play this super defensive. It's, it's really the the most trickiest aspect of this entire entire game is that Juventus is going to play at home, and zero zero is enough for them. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> that's yeah. And then what else is? Oh yeah, there's of course Porto Liverpool. I think that's going to go to Liverpool easy. They might do some rotations, maybe test out some players or some other. Formations, I don't know, but I think it will be an easy win. And then City, Tottenham, that game as well, it can go either way. I think uh, City, they need to figure out if they want to focus only on the league or only on the Champions League, exactly what Tottenham has to do at the moment. I think Tottenham, though, they will give it all to go through because it's of course for them to appear in the semifinals. I think it's going to be one of the top stages for them. And City definitely will also fight for that game. So a draw is possible, but um, right now it's really fifty-fifty. It's I would say it's really fifty-fifty. And uh, yeah, I, I think I would be leaning towards uh, City. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I don't know. Like I said, if another like, just if something goes wrong for City at the start or something, right? I don't know if. Stu- exactly. If an injury happens or something, yeah. if a, a red card happens, if, if really something or goes wrong for City, yeah, I don't know, like, like or Michael. or if Tottenham just scores, right? I don't think City will overcome it. If like Tottenham score in the first half, I think it's it's done. Because I, then, I think it could really, I think it should City be done. Needs to score three goals. Exactly. If Tottenham scores early on, City needs to three to score three goals, and they don't have the. 
the big club mentality in Europe at least they don't have oh it definitely yet. not Tottenham I mean not that Tottenham has it Tottenham is like even even worse, worse. yeah but yeah. Tottenham has that something to prove even more to um, their fans and to everyone so you know you never know but yeah rounding that up um, let's move on to the yeah you playoffs. Yeah. Uh, yeah, the the NBA playoffs will uh, will do it briefly as well as yeah. there has only been uh, one game of of all series of all now. Series, I think. Yeah. Um, think we're gonna yeah. just in the coming podcast as well. We're just gonna work our way through the playoffs a bit. Of course, yeah. We're I, I, I do I do want to go a bit more thoroughly on it, but yeah, we had the yeah. Champions League semifinals, of course, to cover for you guys. Exactly. Um, so first of all, there's been some hot takes, of course, very. Very much on the table right now. Do the Orlando Magic <laughs> are they better than the Toronto Raptors? Do the Raptors still suck in the playoffs? Yeah. Are the Nuggets not capable of performing in the playoffs? You know, we're recording this on Monday. It will release tomorrow on Tuesday. Um, so we're not going to take Game Two into account yet. But it's. Um, these are some some questions that um, Nick yeah. and I, of course, have been pondering and on, pondering on, and yeah, man, uh, I would I was the most flabbergasted, I think, by the way the Bucks demolished the Pistons last night. I think it was uh, what like forty four points up at some point. Yeah, forty four, forty three. The thing is, Pistons played without their main. They played out star player, without Griffin, Griffin. right? Yet that one moment where Drummond like waved off defending Yanis on the three-point line, yeah. and that was and Yanis just scored uh, his first three-pointer right there, and <laughs> then the it was just yeah. uh, it, w- it was really embarrassing, and uh, it's really very good for the Bucks' uh, <laughs> confidence, I would say, the, how mm. this series go- uh, going at as of now. Yeah, if they if they sweep this one, I could I could see them definitely making it to the finals. Oh yeah, for um, sure. I think I have in my playoff bracket. I have the Bucks going to the finals, beating the Celtics in like six or seven. Uh, but yeah, I think against the Pistons, it's going to be a sweep. Yeah, the Pistons barely got in. I think they're just going to be, you know. Yeah, is is Blake Griffin? Sweep. Is he going to play? Have you have you called with the doctors? Um, I I can't seem to find any accurate updates. So he's day to day. Yeah. So he might not play the next game as well. He yeah. might play game three, so he might Pistons be still, game three, They could game still, three. you know, they could still squeeze a win in uh, if, yeah, if they play know. at home. If Blake Griffin is there, they could still still get a win. Um, yeah. But yeah, let's uh, the the Magic Raptors. I think there's more to talk about there. Um, yeah, the the Magic led by uh, DJ Augustine <laughs> on the scoring card. Um, it was. Uh, Really, a game that surprised me, but also did not. You know, the Raptors—they have been known for doing this, especially Kyle Lowry, of course, scoring oh, what zero points, right? Yeah, he went oh for seven. Oh for seven, man. But what I like—I still don't get it. Like he had seven rebounds, eight assists, two steals. He was—he had the best player index rating out of all the team, and yeah, of course, he contributed to maybe some points, but. You know, you're Kyle Lowry, you're the second best player on the team after Kawhi, and you only and you go over Ka- Kawhi like only was, played for him um, thirty three th- minutes. Thirty two, right? Thirty three? Yeah, I mean and 
Kyle as well, like Larry as well, like Siakam played uh, 42 yeah. minutes and Leonard played 33. I don't know what's going on with the Raptors, man. I don't know. Like they have so much talent on that team and it's they like have that. depth as well and they still struggle in the playoffs. Yeah. They had Van Vliet score 14 points <laughs> off the bench. Fred Van Vliet. Van Vliet, yeah. Yeah, and then, you know, of course, Ibaka struggled. Uh, and, well, like, Gasol played well. Siakam had 24. I, uh, I, 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 I didn't watch the game, to be honest, but uh, I did watch the... Um, the six circuits against the Nets. Oh, that was um, awesome. And it's it's actually pretty funny because I feel like if, if the Nets win this series, their free agency free agency hopes are going to be very good. Their stock is going up, definitely. I, I could see like either Jimmy Butler or even Kevin Durant going to the Nets if, if they win oh, this. Yeah. They've really established themselves as a good organization already by, you know, making it to the playoffs, having quite some young talent you know even though they had barely any draft picks um you know D'Angelo Russell is really a really a piece they're uh, gonna try and keep for as long as possible and if they win this series which I don't maybe they will you know they've they just showed a lot more willingness to win it you know the Sixers fans were booing their own players <laughs> they really hated the effort the Sixers yeah. players were using you know Joel Embiid uh, he was he was trying but really but not playing he played play. uh, only 24 minutes though who? Joel Embiid yeah yeah he only played 24 I know minutes, he, so. he, he's a bit injured as well he's a bit injured yeah. but he wasn't you know he he had uh, 22 points 15 rebounds in 24 minutes. So that's an amazing stat. But he shot so many free throws as well. He <laughs> shot like 18 free throws. Man, and yeah. And Butler shot also like 15 Jimmy free Butler was, I feel like, the only one. Well, he, he does it a lot. And Jimmy Butler is very known for it as well. But his work ethic during that game really showed itself. Yeah. And he, um, he was really balling out. And I think it's going to be ironic if he's going to leave for the Nets. But uh, I don't... I think it's kind of justified. Uh, if Definitely. I, if you were in Jimmy Butler's shoes, would you stay on this Sixers team? Um, the thing is, the Sixers—they've signed so many players this year. Like they got Jimmy Butler, they got Tobias Harris. Then, and yeah, they like, really stacked. They really kind of went all in, you know. They went on, on this all season. In, but I don't know if, as a player, I would want to stay at a, at a team where there's not really anyone being like the star. Because even you count Ben Simmons as the star piece of the Sixers. I don't really think you can count him as a star piece or Embiid. Yeah, you can count they, you can count Simmons as a star player. Yeah, but not like the best player on the he hasn't not yet, of you know, course. He hasn't proven himself. Although people say he's like the best uh, rookie yeah, for like the four last no, four years. Yeah. But Simmons for me is a really overrated Do, player. Yeah, you don't like Simmons? I don't like Simmons. I don't like a Oh Point guards who can't uh, learning shoot so for much life. about you, man. Yeah, learning man, so much yeah. about you. No, I th I think Simmons he's like Giannis, a bit shorter, and a lot uh, of work needs to be done for Simmons. Like, of course, Giannis doesn't have a shot as well because they compare Simmons with like LeBron and a mix of Giannis and something like that. Yeah. But Simmons... Yeah, I, I think they're just making that those kind of comparisons yeah. because they want to, right? 
And you know we're we're now in the playoffs. We're now in the playoffs without LeBron, right? So the media just wants to show like the new LeBron. And you know, at first they thought it was going to be Simmons. Now it's very obvious it's Gianni Santetokounmpo. You know, that's that's if you're looking for one individual on the team, that's the man they're focusing on. And the media didn't like him that much at first, I think. Because he had such a stupid name that they couldn't pronounce. Yeah, he was, you know, it was this dude who was picked like 15th out yeah, of I think 14. a second division yeah. team in Greece. Of course, like, he can't, he was mainly promised to be a bust. But if yeah. You look at him. Well, no, no, no. Not I, a bust, but like, not a, because you can't be a bust at a 15th. Well, I'll let but, you know, I was talking about Giannis right when they drafted him, you know. <laughs> I, I was so mad the Celtics didn't draft and they really? traded two picks for like Kelly Olynyk. Yeah, yeah. Oh, damn. No, I didn't know that. No, well, I mean, I would want to like imagine Giannis on the Celtics. That would be a whole another story. <laughs> We would be talking. Would be pretty crazy. Talking about the Celtics, uh, by the way. Yeah. Not playing with Marcus Smart, of course. He's still injured, and he will probably be for He's probably four, the four entire playoffs. Weeks. Yeah. Yeah. And Stevens, Brad Stevens said, four to six week is even a generous yeah. estimation. He's like, that's maybe even uh, shorter than what we expect. But even though they didn't have Smart, who's the hustle player of the team. They still managed to beat they, the Pacers. They kind of played like smart, right? They, they kind of played like smart. They kind of used his, his grind um, yeah, that, that, to, that to really game, pull it in. Low scoring game. It was really, this was like, I don't know, early 2000s kind of low scoring 74, game. 84, that's like European scores it's, almost. Uh, yeah, it's, it's kind of funny to see that this whole... You know, switch for the playoffs, which a lot of teams always claim they can do when they're not playing that well before the playoffs. Yeah. Um, at least in game one, the Celtics showed that they are capable of doing that, and uh, you know, they offensively they had a lot of trouble. Um, yeah, the, the a lot Pacers of a lot of players indeed. shot very very bad, but um, yeah, the, the Pacers shot even worse. The Pacers, though, in the first half, they played really good defense. They forced a lot of turnovers. And, like, until the middle, let's say, fourth, first, like, uh, part of the third quarter, they were also in the lead. And then the Celtics just switched. And the, <laughs> yeah, the, the third, third quarter, third quarter right, baby, was, like, third quarter. To 26. And that just, I think then uh, the Celtics just got into a I was in love with position. Al Horford's post-game right there. Al Horford, though, he was Horford. Oh, uh, Horford was was killing it, man. He's a he's he a beautiful man. But he made some mistakes. He had some turnovers. Ah, uh, well. But Tatum came up big with some big three pointers. Who, you know, J- Jason Tatum, he was. I don't know, man. This this first game really uh, gave me more confidence in the in the Celtics. Um, yeah, I would say right now my bet would be them. Really beating the Pacers in in four or five, and then I think I would lean towards the Bucks winning in in six or seven. Yeah, just like you said as well. Exactly but same. I don't know. We'll, we'll still see. You know, Kyrie Irving can still turn it up. Yeah. Uh, I I still have hopes for the Celtics to make it to the finals. Yeah. Um, even if Kyrie, like yesterday, even if he shot like, poorly with like thirty five from the field, he scored twenty points and. Yeah, but defense wins championships, you know Defense that. wins championships, and that's what they did. If you can keep an opponent to 74 points in the postseason, that's uh, yeah. that's really step one, two, and three. That's 
and that's all like that's all that it needs. On that note, I think we wrapped up the Eastern Conference. Let's uh, very briefly uh, go yeah. to the Western Conference. Um, I think the I, <laughs> biggest game. Western Conference wise was Thunder against the Portland. Oh yeah, yeah. Because Thunder Portland. I watched the end of it and managed to uh I watched yeah all the managed to watch uh I think two out of the five uh three pointers the Oklahoma, <laughs> Oklahoma City Thunder were able to make. Um as Charles Barkley always says, you know, live by the three, die by the three. And yeah, <laughs> the Thunder definitely died by the three. Uh, I think 15%. at the end of the game, they did move a bit more, or at least from what I watched, um, their best plays were really more with Steven Adams involved. And I I think for game two, they'll probably try and do that again and really involve Adams more uh, in favor of Paul George, maybe. Um, because they, yeah. I, they do really need a lot more a plan B for if, especially Paul George, is not shooting well. Mm. But nobody except like I. That's what I still don't understand. They fed Adams so much, but Adams is an elite defender. Let's say at an elite level, he can defend the paint great. But he's not the best uh, offensive uh, player. No, so, no, no. And they didn't even like try using him for a screen or anything like that. In the first quarters, they were just dishing it to Adams and like just do whatever you can, and then. If he couldn't, he would dish it out to George, and he would just chuck up a three. And like, George was just laying bricks all over yeah, the place. Yeah, but it was like four from four whenever from fifteen on three. Yeah, Enes Kanter was just playing a lot better than they expected. I think Enes, Enes Kanter, especially man. on the offensive end, but on the defensive end, I do think if they have Adams and and Kanter against each other, they should always try to use that because Adams mm. would be able to really exploit that mismatch and yeah if i i really uh hope that the thunder will try and do that a lot more yeah. uh and i do think they could still you know get one on the road and then go home with the reclaiming the home court advantage so yeah. i don't think all is lost for the thunder at all not yet yeah it all depends in the next game though for me yeah because westbrook uh he pulled a triple double off again you know so, but they, I don't know if the playstyle of giving the ball to Adams and then dishing it out again is the best. Like once they start a bit, because even though they were terrible offensively, they still managed to be close to the Trailblazers. Yeah, of so that course. just shows that even that the Trailblazers they can still beat them even if they have a bad day. So like yesterday, if they would just stop taking bad shots as they did, or like focusing on giving the ball to players who are more efficient yesterday, for example, not to Paul George, because he was, like, I'm, I can't st- uh, stop saying that. Like, Paul George was a disappointment yesterday. Yeah, he, was so he really was. He really was. 33% from the field, 26 from three. That's your MVP candidate? Like, <laughs> is that your defensive player? Defensively, no. was good. And no, that's where they won. Where like, I really where I, could have won. I, I did quite enjoy this game. And where I really enjoyed it the most was, of course, the matchup between Westbrook and Damian Lillard. I love Damian Lillard. Man. L- Lillard, man, he was... At the end of the game, there was this moment, right, where where Russell Westbrook was kind of slacking on, on defense yeah. on Lillard. And Lillard just scores it from, like, uh, I don't know. I, th- <laughs> I, think, I think, like, uh, almost two meters beyond the mm. three-point line. 
Yeah, he, he just, just he up. sees Westbrook slacking. He just pulls up and he nails it, and he nails the game by doing it. Yeah, that was and, game time. Uh, yeah, it's um, it's. I always think it's a bit sad to think that uh, with the way the Warriors and and the Rockets kind of are as well, but especially the Warriors, of course. Um, the ceiling of the Trailblazers will probably be, you know, the second round. Mm, yeah, that's always. Um, but um, on the other hand, there's there's also a lot to be said for for a guy like Lillard to just stay and wait it out, wait it out, and just hope for a bit better teammates and a bit more luck. And you never know what happens. I I don't think um, always trying to move to a, be- a team with a bit of a better position is always the best way, you know. Going going out a legend, I think, uh, as Dirk Nowitzki can probably uh, confirm to you, uh, it, it comes with a lot of honor as well. Of course. Uh, of and, course. and, of course, it comes with the most money even, you know. Yeah. Probably not the best sponsorships uh, or sponsor deals because Portland isn't the biggest market. In, yeah, it's a if, small market. Town. But, you know, I, I don't, I've never been to Portland, of course, <laughs> but... If um, if he stays there for a while, he he can he can die, you know the the mayor, the <laughs> the king of Portland, right? And yeah, that's pretty sure. exciting as well. And he's always said that he wants to stay, and he's never had any sign of leaving. So yeah. if he takes them to the second round now again, well, shout out to Damian Lillard, most definitely. Nice. And if he takes them even further, you know, you never know, man. Yeah, you, you just need a few few things to go your way maybe an injury to curry here and there you know you you don't know where I mean, to... now like the next season it's changing so who knows maybe portland will get a some good depth and maybe exactly. like another player who can if, if, no, if nurkic uh, comes back nurkic again is also nurkic yeah he's missing out they have yeah. like they have lillard mccollum Cantor, and if they had nurkic as well they would have a really solid they have a decent lineup. nucleus of course yeah um and they're playing well and and i do like them um so I think finally the the other exciting matchup because I do think you know the the Warriors are gonna win their matchup against the Clippers yeah, because uh, Steph Curry just really seems to hate uh, the Clippers. I think he always <laughs> scores like 30, 40 points against the Clippers, and the Rockets do really seem to be a lot better than the Utah Jazz. Um, yeah. So then, really, the only matchup we have left uh, to discuss in this podcast today is the Denver Nuggets against the San Antonio Spurs. San Antonio Spurs got their win in um, in Denver. Um, it was the big return for Denver at home in the playoffs after, I think, seven years. Yeah, I think like and, after post-Carmelo Anthony yeah. era, they haven't uh, made it they, in the playoffs. No, they had won. As, as a top seed, I think. No, no, definitely not as the top seed, yeah. Um, but yeah, it went uh, it went away with uh, quite a lot of disappointment. Uh, Greg Popovich got uh, the win, and with that, also the most wins for any NBA coach ever. Um, yeah. Which, uh, yeah, just really says a lot about uh, the um, the dominance of uh, Greg Popovich and how consistently his team has been not just good but really yeah. great but and Popovich uh, like this year the Spurs like they beat the Denver Nuggets team everyone scored like even for the, for the Denver Nuggets everyone scored but like for the Spurs Bryn Forbes had 15 points and he was shooting 67% yeah. 
Derek White had 16 points. Derek was White was killing it, And he was shooting it, 70%. Derek like, White was killing Rudy, it, man. Rudy Gay came oh off my the God. bench and he contributed. Man, DeMar DeRozan. M- Bellinelli, how, DeRozan, how, how do you think Aldridge. Dar- how do you think DeMar DeRozan is feeling right now? If, if, if you know, if the Spurs, like, make it. If, if the Spurs, I don't know, really make it to, to the next round, may, really maybe even make it to the conference finals. Yes. Do, do you think he's going to say, you know, shout out for trading me? You think he's gonna be? Ooh, he has yeah, some mixed feelings, you know. That's some mixed feelings. I Im- think. Imagine if they win right now and the Raptors, Raptors lose, Ooh. man. If the Raptors lose against the Magic, if or the Raptors lose and and Spurs go by, and that that will be for ah, Le- no, man. for Leonard that would be like gut wrenching, but for DeRozan, I think oh, he'll, yeah. he'll get his liberation. I think for DeRozan, it's a better environment in San Antonio as well. He do- he has a bit more maybe. He's more freedom. He's really a lot less, you know, the man as well. He's not a player you can have as a main main man to rely on. But his, his ro- yeah, his role in San Antonio is really comes with a lot less pressure. Yeah, he comes a lot. He has also Lamarcus Aldridge who can help out, and he has all those role players as well, like Bellinelli, Rudy Gay, that can always help out a bit, and Patty Mills as well, one of the most underrated 6 7 and, and there's also really not this pressure which they really had in Toronto yeah. to finally perform right every because year it was really like first second season yeah it was really like when are we gonna you know win the Eastern Conference finals when are we actually gonna be taken serious yeah, true and now he has a better coach of course be yeah he has the best coach that has ever existed probably in basketball history Greg Popovich he's a guy who has transformed careers and like made Excellent players out of out of out of players that people thought were like exactly scrubs. players that really seemingly uh, yeah would not be able to do a lot of things. He made a great player out of like he made a great role player out of David Davis Bertans. He <laughs> he revived Rudy Gay's career as a, like a bench player. You know, man, Rudy Gay, man. That's what I mean. Like he, I remember him chucking yeah. on on the Kings and the Raptors and the Grizzlies and the Grizzlies, time. man. Yeah, but yeah. He was injured so long as well. But yeah, no, the Spurs, I hope they get through. The Spurs are one of the teams that... Man, I've but what about this Nuggets team, like, though? I, I I do think we're talking a bit too much about yeah, the Spurs, not enough about the Nuggets. <laughs> I think the Nuggets... I think the Nuggets are actually still going to win. The Nuggets might still pull it off. I, 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 I actually really think so. Because even I, on their off day... I think, uh, yeah, man. I think they're gonna win the next home game, then split in San Antonio, and then then bring it home in in six, maybe. Yeah. I think Jokic is just too good. I don't know. Maybe it could be, you know, that they really are, are not used to the level and are really too inexperienced, and that San Antonio just keeps exploiting this this coaching and inexperience um, of of the Nuggets. But in the end, I do think Jokic and uh, and Kalinari and Joe Harris, um, Morris. I, I think they're they're a very very good team, and they're a very very good team. And with Gallinari? No, of course he's on the Clippers. No, uh, I'm sorry, yeah. I'm sorry. No, but they yeah, like Millsap and Barton, and like they have a they have a good team, definitely. And yeah, I think they might still pull it off. I'd, I would still lean towards definitely Denver winning game two. And if yeah, if they don't, then they uh, need to win then it it's well. really a alarm phase number number five for Denver. Yeah, um, which is really for a lot of teams the case 
for for Denver, for um, for Philadelphia, and for Toronto. These game twos are like game sevens. Mm. If if they all lose these game twos, they're 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 fucked. They're fucked, really. And they on, need to make that. On that note, I think we're gonna end it. I hope okay. they will all lose because <laughs> then we have some exciting things happening in our lives. Because that's what sports all about, exactly. you know. Um, thank you for anyone who's uh, managed to listen to all of this. Um, it's been a great pleasure recording this. My name is Timon. My name is Nick. And Thank this was much. Ball Talk episode 4. Thank you very much. <laughs>